Live Lean Nation, welcome back to a new episode. This episode was a very entertaining, fun, informative questions. You guys rocked it on this show. Hopefully you're gonna be entertained by the answers, but as well be informed with what we throw your way. We went on a few tangents, but there is some info that you don't wanna miss. Golden nuggets, people, enjoy. Lively Nation, welcome back to another episode of Hashtag Ask TV. Thanks for tuning in to another show. This is the series where we take your questions on social media when you hashtag them, Ask Livelean TV. You can put them on our social media at Twitter right here, or you can also do Snapchat. You could go Instagram or on Facebook. Make sure you use the hashtag AskLivelyTV so we can find the questions. I've been seeing some that are just like hashtag LLTV or hashtag AskLean or whatever. Like Close. use the, we can't find They're them not, if that's yeah. the case. So make sure you use the right ones. And thank you for all your questions mm -hmm. because they are flooding in and it's awesome. So we're gonna just keep going with the show because you guys like it. You're making it happen. It's all thanks to you. It's good. All right, let's get into Enough the questions. Enough the hand gestures and everything else. Are we okay to proceed? I'm I think I'm going to just keep my hands down. <laughs> That's impossible, especially for me. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, guys, on Instagram, question from J. Rose Sanders says, just wondering, do you have an opinion about OMAD, one meal a day? Getting really frustrated and thinking about it. From what I understand, it's basically intermittent fasting, 23 hours, and then one hour of eating. Thank you for all your hard work. It's so appreciated. Ooh. Oh man, I've never heard of OMAD, have you? Well, I know... Uh, this is the first time I've heard about that. I do know my boy, R.I.P. Greg Plitt used to, well, he said he did a one well, meal a day. One, food, one solid food meal. He would have yeah. like other shakes, which I guess for some people a shake is considered a meal, for others it's not. But I feel like if whatever you're consuming has calories, in my opinion, that's a meal. Yeah, I think it was like one, yeah, like solid you said, food. like one solid meal and then there Liquid was nutrition. like protein bars and so. Even bars too? I think it was See, protein bar bars too. a bar I consider a meal. But I don't know. I I'm, guess you could say it's a snack. I'm not 100% sure, but uh, so what are your thoughts on but it? But man, yeah, so that would be like extreme intermittent fasting. If for 23 hours of the day you're fasting and then just one hour of feasting. Yeah. And you know what's crazy about that is Oh, I think I would feel so awful sluggish with 2000 calories in my belly at once. I think I would feel nauseous, stuffed, bloated, like my pants wouldn't fit. I, <laughs> I just don't like that idea at all for yeah. me personally. Yeah. I mean, it's not for me either. Yeah. Um, I, as you guys probably know, I'm doing a 16, eight intermittent fasting. So I'm fasting 16 hours eating eight hours, that gives me that eight hour window to get in the calories that I need. And I find it's difficult to get in the calories yeah, exactly. in that like eight sometimes hour you're, window. You're not eating as much as you need to eat. And yeah. you guys know, we preach a lot about um, how, you know, living lean isn't always about eating as few calories as possible. No. Like we strive to get enough food in the day. And like for us, that's hard. And every time I do a plan for a client, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to eat that much. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you need to eat a lot to live lean because um, when you have a lot of muscle, your metabolism is a lot faster and you can actually afford to eat a lot more food and you need to eat a lot more food to keep your muscle active. So it's different than most people think. Like getting lean is not about eating as little yeah. as possible. Honestly, like, I would say like I've never tried it. You've never tried it. We've no. never had any of our mm -hmm. clients try it. So we, I've we honestly can't, never heard of it. We can't yeah. speak from experience on if it's going to work or if it's not. But from a, a science and a theory perspective, I would think... 
like sure it might work because you only have that You're one meal to get in the calories, calories yeah. but is it going to help you sustain your muscle? Is it going to help you sustain your energy throughout the day? Who knows? So. I would say give it a try then come back and let us know. I'd be interested in knowing or if anybody else watching the show has tried this protocol. If you have, tell us in the comments below. This is like a group, like we are a family here. So it's not just us providing advice, it's for all the other people watching who may be following different protocols. You can speak in and help out uh, Jay Rose Sanders on this question it's as really well. It's really cool in the comment section when other people can see what their experiences are because it just broadens the community and I think that helps instead of just hearing our thoughts on it. We want to hear everybody's thoughts. So definitely put that down, but yeah, I don't know. From a lifestyle perspective, I think that's hard because then what if you went out to dinner with friends? You're gonna have to order like five plates worth of food to get your daily calories. Wouldn't that be weird? Yeah, I mean, like I said. And then all day I, long, you have to say no to breakfast, lunch, dinner, yeah. dates, I, or whatever. You're just like, no, I'm not I, eating yet. I would just hate so to hard. see you try this and like, all you can get in in that one meal is like, let's just say 800 calories. And 800 calories yeah, is not enough. not enough for the day. For your body to even survive on. Um, so, yeah, it's tough. I, I, it's yeah. hard for me to give you the go-ahead on that, but I see it being a disaster. Let's <laughs> let's uh, let's hear what what the Lively Nation has to say about it. Comment below. Okay, so from Mrs. Baby Cakes, I have hypothyroidism and am insulin resistant. What do you advise for weight loss without bad cravings? Yeah, so I mean, you basically have nailed it right there. What you said, you're insulin resistant. So for people who don't understand what that means is your body doesn't process carbohydrates very well. So you're gonna have to follow a diet that is lower in carbohydrates, which means that you're not following a low, low calorie meal plan. It just means that you have to make up those calories from proteins and healthy fats. So that is pretty much exactly the style of, um, our Live Lean 20 diet cookbook. Um, it's like the Eat Clean Live Lean cookbooks or LiveLeanCookbook.com. That's how our I would- Our team Live Lean meal plan. Our team Live Lean. Yeah. So basically what you're saying there is, this is how we personally eat. Um, and we feel like this is a very good way of eating for most people, especially for somebody in your situation. So I would you know, highly recommend you follow that higher protein, higher dietary fat, which is gonna keep you feeling full. So you're not gonna have the cravings. It's gonna like, I mean, it's not to say that you're never gonna have cravings again, but it's gonna highly reduce the cravings because your energy levels are gonna be sustained throughout the day. And you're not eating those bad carbohydrates, which is gonna throw your insulin all over the place. So your energy is gonna be like this. So honestly, how should you eat? You should eat like we eat. <laughs> so you can give, like, give our liveleancookbook.com a try. That has over 200 recipes. If you don't want that product, go to our teamlivelean.com where we give video cooking lesson recipe videos and it has over 200 recipes and weekly meal plans in there as well as monthly training programs. If you don't wanna go that route, go our uh, livelean20diet.com where we give you 20 recipes, 20 ingredients, and it takes less than 20 minutes to prepare. So we give, like, we got your back here. Like everything that you possibly need is one of those three products or all of those three products will work for you. Yeah, the craving thing, I mean, we get asked a lot about what to do about cravings and stuff. And we're honestly telling you guys the truth. You're gonna have, you're still gonna have cravings. Like don't think that we're sitting over here totally craving free. Like we never have a craving for bad food. We're just living that crave free life. <laughs> no, that is not real. No. Like even us, we have cravings for pizza. We have cravings for bread. We have ice cream cravings, whatever. But the thing 
thing that helps us manage them is that we eat satisfying meals like he's talking about like all the meals that we recommend in all of our cookbooks and everything they're really fulfilling and yeah. they have a lot of flavor which leaves you feeling satisfied so that you can delay your cravings and just have them once a week yeah, like we do with cheat meals. but that's what i was going to say yeah. is it's not like we have cravings every single day right and every like, hour no like, it's yeah, like that would drive us crazy the way that we eat satiates our body and right. then like getting closer to the end of the week the weekend where it's like okay like let's just kind of let loose a little bit mm -hmm. that's when it's like wow we can have our cheat meal now because we've been working out hard through the week yeah. we've been eating healthy through the week and now when you just kind of want to let loose a little bit have a couple drinks of wine or whatever it is have pizza there you go once a week cheat meal that's but you know lean. what is the other thing that helps us handle cravings too is we live leanify yeah foods that we're craving like so if we want to have a burger or something we'll have a burger but we'll make it our way with sweet potato buns and like you know different than just going out for mcdonald's burger yeah but let's let's put that aside from the cheat meal aside though like you know what we always talk about with cheat meals is like if you're gonna have a cheat meal don't oh, like try have a real cheat meal, like yeah. yeah like have a real cheat meal like just yeah. let into your cravings you know try to reduce the you know yeah, or, or eliminate trans fats and like the right. deadly ingredients but other than that you know you earned it go have it yeah but I'm just saying throughout the week don't think that you have to eat only no, steamed yeah. broccoli yeah. and chicken like your meals should be fun and exciting like we actually get really excited about when we're making like the sun basket meals that we love yep. or we're making stuff from our cookbooks. We are making foods that we actually like love and crave and but they're healthy. So if hopefully that makes sense to you like apparently you've probably tried stuff cuz you're saying without the bad cravings like apparently you've been trying other diets and having really bad cravings so you're wondering what's a way I can you know get results without the bad cravings. I'm saying you're going to have the cravings but you just find smarter better ways to deal with them. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny because the other day you were like, I was like, I said, I think we're due for a cheat meal. And you were like, yeah. well, we just had burritos last night. And I was like, no, but, but every single burritos. ingredient in that burrito was like live lean food because we know yeah. how to make it. We had pizza the other night, but it was a healthy the pizza, the paleo pizza crust that we got from Thrive Market. Like it was like good. Yeah. So guys, food is your Food is your friend when you know how to cook with real healthy ingredients. So, and you, you feel like you're cheating every night, but you're actually yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> so bottom line here, uh, Ms. Baby Cakes, hypothyroidism, insulin resistance, follow our way of eating. It's totally in line with what you need. Yeah, and stop doing like yo-yo diets and all those things that are going to hurt your metabolism because you need to get on a plan where you're eating enough real calories and real yeah. food, and that's going to help balance out your hormones and make everything better. Okay, next question on Twitter from Melissa. Why are fitness supplements full of sweeteners? I tried BCA powders, but will discard them as they taste yuck. Oh, yeah. So true. I know, seriously, why are there so many artificial sweeteners? Yeah. Like, it bothers us too. Yeah, like, it does. trust me, you're not the only one who's like annoyed by that. But um, I think, you know, the alternative. Here's the thing a lot of supplements taste nasty. Let's be real. Like, BCAA is plain. They are oh, yeah. really hard to choke down. They yeah. do not taste good at all. That, and same thing with whey protein powder. It doesn't taste good unflavored. So when your choices are real sugar or artificial sweetener, most people in the fitness industry are going to go for artificial sweetener because it's better than pouring a bunch of sugar. Yeah, but, but here's the thing though, guys, is like opt for the unsweetened version 
and then add your Sweeten ingredients it yourself, to it. Yeah. So I, I always say this, so like protein powders, go with the unflavored one mm -hmm. or a stevia-based one, which is plant-based. So yeah. um, if you don't, if you like plant-based stevia, then go with the stevia one if you need the flavor. But if you don't like that and flavor, go with the natural one, then add blueberries to your shake, add cacao nibs, like add certain things that give the, the shake its, uh, its taste or your mm -hmm. BCAs. Add in um, like my protein, for instance, I'll put a link down below. They have a stevia sweetened drops, uh, drops yeah. that you can add to your BC or any, you can add to anything. They so, have strawberry, raspberry, yeah, so, different flavors. So buy the, if, if you can't find a stevia sweetened BCA, buy the natural one with nothing in it, then add those my protein stevia drops. It works perfectly. Mm -hmm. And you can even, you know, if you don't want to do stevia, because I know some people don't like stevia because it still kind of has... Um, a little bit of a funky taste, like a little bitter to it, I guess you would say. I don't find it, it's, but I, I have heard some people say yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I'm used to it now because I got used to it. And you can get used to anything you want to get used to. But um, if you don't like the taste of it, then, you know, you could blend up your unflavored BCAs with natural strawberries and maybe a little maple syrup, you know, and then it would taste way better. So yeah, don't think that you have to buy artificially sweetened supplements. You don't have to. There's also the unflavored options available. Well, I don't know that every company does that, but at least my protein does yeah. that. Yeah, so we'll, we'll put links down like. below for you guys. You can get a free or 20% off as well using the Guthrow coupon code. And uh, mm, the other option is the BCA capsules. So then yeah. you don't, I mean, if you're okay with swallowing pills, yeah. which some people aren't. <laughs> I don't like that. But I'm just saying that's another option. If you really want to avoid the sweeteners, then you're just getting the pure product without any flavorings at all. And you can yeah. just take it with plain water. So those but are options. I'll end, I'll end the question with this, Melissa. Um, I want to say congratulations because when you say you taste it and it tastes like yuck, these artificial sweeteners, <laughs> that means your palate is like somewhat cleansed because there's so many people out there who love the taste of these, uh, mm -hmm. like overly sweet, like chocolate banana brownie protein powder. Yeah. And like, oh, it's so good. And, but to me, to you, to other people, it's like, this is so artificial. It's disgusting. Too much, yeah. And it's because like our palates are cleansed to really crave real ingredients. So yeah. congrats Actual on, food. on hopefully you're on that path with us as well. <laughs> okay. Next question. Okay. So we have, um, Gadir S H M. Says, hi, Jessica and Brad. How are you guys? How's Kayla? <laughs> Her name's Kyla and she's great. Thanks. So my question is, if you're barely working out three times a week and you kind of have some loose skin, lost skin, I think it means loose skin, would you do cardio or would you lift weight and do body weight exercises? Okay. Yep. Cardio or weight lifting? Yeah. Honestly, it's a combination. Or body weight. Of, it's a combination yeah. of both, man. Like mm -hmm. It's like that's what we preach to people is that it's not just all about lifting weights it's not just all about cardio it's finding that balance of both and um like if if you have loose skin like that mm -hmm. um i mean i don't know how much weight you've lost already or how excess of the skin is mm -hmm. but um if you have gone from like an obese state to losing like over 100 pounds or whatever that loose skin is going to be you know a challenge to get rid of and you know we we kind of don't have an answer for a lot of people. Like you may have to seek doctor's help. There's ways that you can have surgery to remove it. Mm -hmm. um, but if some loose skin will never go, but away. if you're talking about just a little bit of loose skin, like drink a lot of water. Um, but I would put you on kind of like, a, 
like a four weeks or four days a week of strength training and then two days of sprints and yeah, take one day recovery. Saying, bear, if you barely work out three times a week. So I'm wondering, is that because that's all you can manage with your schedule? or because that's all you prefer, or just because that's your kind of starting point. Yeah. So what is the reason you can only work out that many times yes. per week? Because we would recommend you work out more often than that. And if your answer to that is that's all I prefer to do, well, my question to you would be, do you prefer to have that loose skin or mm -hmm. do you prefer to work out more? Because that's what it's gonna take. One thing about loose skin I'll say for you guys is that uh, building muscle underneath the skin is gonna kind of help fill out that loose skin more than, it's not really about weight loss because if there's not fat under that skin, like you could be really lean and just have a little bit of loose skin, um, the skinnier you get, the more that loose skin is just gonna hang on you like a fabric on a skeleton, you know? So if you can build your muscle out, your skin would actually tighten up a little bit or at least appear tighter. Yeah. So I would say focus more on muscle building and you're asking, should you do cardio? Should you do weightlifting? Should you do body weight? I would have you do weightlifting because that is your best form of exercise to actually help you build muscle mass. But, uh, but to add to that is like a lot of people are like, oh, I have this loose skin over here. And honestly, there's still like some fat there. Like let's mm -hmm. like let's be yeah, real. There might so be. Yeah. Um, you know, that's why But it, still weightlifting is gonna help you, you know, have yeah. more muscle, which is gonna help you get leaner. Absolutely. Which is what we're always talking about. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you only had three days to work out, I would put you like three days of weightlifting, but do it in mm -hmm. a in an afterburn style. That's what I was just gonna say. So, Make it like a cardio slash weightlifting. So you're lifting weights, you're lifting heavy, but you're keeping rest periods short. You're mm -hmm. doing compound movements that's gonna burn the most calories during yeah. the workouts. So when you go home, you're burning more calories. When you're in the gym, you're burning more calories. So go check out liveleanafterburn.com, pick up the program. And if you're having problems trying to fit the four um, workouts a week schedule into your three workouts, just send me a message or whatever and I'll help you out with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that would be the best for you because then you're gonna get kind of the best of both results. You'll lose a little bit of fat, you'll gain some muscle. It's like, that's what everybody wants in life, isn't it? Isn't that <laughs> what everybody wants? All right, next question on Twitter from Park Hangs. Park says, which is better, bulk all winter or do several mini bulk cuts for a month? Still wanna fit into my jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's several mini bulks and cuts in a month? So For a month each. Oh, for a month each, yeah. okay. I was gonna say, what are you like bulking one week and then yeah. cutting them? That would be like crazy. Every two or three days you switch. <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, <laughs> if you guys have been watching our channel for a long time, you kind of know that we don't really do bulking and cutting. We live lean 365 days a year. That's what our channel is about. That's what our message is. That's what we personally do. Yeah. You'll never see us with our like bulky, our like bulk. The winter's body. coming. The bulk yeah. is here. No. So guys, so um, the vi probably the video before this one, um, like my Live Lean TV show, I just did an episode. Go watch it. I talk about the long game. So that's what Living Lean is all about. It's the long game. So it's not about doing these bulk and cuts, bulk and cuts. It's like creating these healthy lifestyle habits that help you be consistent throughout the grand scheme of things. So you don't have to bulk, you don't have to cut. You're gonna get the results a little bit slower than if you did the bulk and cut, but your body is gonna love you more and you're gonna be overall more healthy because doing bulks and cuts are not necessarily healthy for your body because your body's just all over the place. And mm -hmm. you know, if it's you bulk- It's confusing to your metabolism. Excuse yeah. me, if you bulk too much, um, you know, the fat cells, you're creating more fat cells potentially, and it's just, it's not a good long-term strategy in my opinion, especially if you're just doing this basically for like physique. Like if, um, like if you're, 
bodybuilder, you're a professional bodybuilder, whatever, sure, do your thing. That's not who we kind of tailor to. So yeah, so if you're not like a professional bodybuilder, you know, do your thing if you are a professional bodybuilder, but for people who just want to live lean, like look healthy all year round, um, be fit, be athletic, then I prefer to just, like I said, do the long game here, guys. Like short gains, like lean gains over time is much better than trying to bulk up too much and then, you know, cutting back for six months, bulk for six months, doing that yo-yo thing back and forth. Mm -hmm. yeah, I've never done it and I wouldn't. Yeah, you never have done I've, it. Ever. You have. I've done it. <laughs> I just never saw the need to, not necessarily the need to do it because yeah, like I needed to gain when I was when I was younger, but I was just like, I don't know, I had this approach to it where I just would not allow myself to get too fat. And so I just went the lean gains approach and that's what I've been doing ever since. I know, but a lot of the stuff that you read, like I was such a sucker for everything I read, I took as the truth, you know? And I would read articles online or in magazines or whatever that would say that you need when you're preparing for a show or something. Cause that's how I started yeah. getting into fitness is like, uh, my first thing was like, I need a challenge. I need a reason. I didn't see the point in just like going to the gym every day. I was like, why would I want to do yes. that unless it was for something? So it's very interesting that yeah. we have different backgrounds in it's that approach. Totally, yeah. I came from the whole like show yeah. fitness competitive side, and you just came from the side and of like wanting to stay. Lean. Like in my early stages, yeah. it was the question after question, like, do you compete? Do you compete? Do you All compete? Time, why don't right? you compete? Why don't I know, you compete? Yeah, I was why? like, because you look ready. Because it's never about that to me. Yeah, like getting up on a, and I'm not hating on anybody that does that. It's just that's not why I was doing this. Yeah. And it's not what drives me. It's not my why. And mm -hmm. um, I've seen it, you know, I've seen the industry. I've seen what it has done to certain people. Not to say that that's going to happen to you or, or would have happened to me or anybody you out there, but it's taken its toll on people. So. Yeah, and clearly you can compete and come out healthy yeah. still. Like I feel like I'm, you know, I may have damaged my metabolism a little bit while I was doing that, but I be not. learned how to fix it. And like, luckily I met you and discovered living lean and now I have a different why, a much deeper, stronger, longer lasting why. Um, and I don't have to yeah. go through the off season depressions. And I, like, honestly, bulking makes you feel awful. I'm just going to throw that out <laughs> well, there. Well, it may be good for the first yeah. week. I know. But... For the first week, it's super fun because you're eating all the carbs and you can just like, you know, nonstop eat and you're, you're still working out, but you're like lifting heavy and it's different. And it's like fun. It's kind of like all the seasons of the year, like you go through winter, summer. And so it makes you feel like there are more seasons instead of just like consistency all the time. But, um, yeah, I, like it's not what we recommend because yeah. we want you guys to be focused on your long term. And I know that you may think like doing a bulk and then planning a cut is a long term plan. And it is somewhat. But what we're saying is you can still get the end result whether you go through the fat and skinny phase yeah. or not. But let's just, back, let's just back it up just a little bit though because I feel like I just kind of had this insight when we were talking about it. Mm. It's not, we, we do have different training phases of living lean. So for yeah. instance, like we do go through a muscle building process and our calories are a little, a little bit more. more. Yeah, that's true. So like for instance, my liveleanmass.com program, like I have trainees go through that. The muscle build, the protocols in it for the training phase are muscle building protocols. The calories are in a slight uh, surplus, surplus yeah. but that's the lean gain side of it is that it's a six week program and that's what it's built for. And then after you do that, you'd probably move on to like a live lean afterburn style program, which is then more of the cutting phase and your calories are at maintenance or just a little bit low maintenance, depending on what your real goal is. Yeah. And so 
maybe that's the way we should have answered that question is yeah. that's the approach we do it. We do just slight deficits, slight surpluses based on yeah. the training phase that we're in at that time of year. In a sense that is bulking and cutting, but it's just it's, not extreme. It's not extreme. Yeah, so I guess absolutely. that's the way we should have put it yeah. uh, for a long answer, a short answer to a long way that we approached it. But, I know, right? um, that was kind of a full circle. Yeah. Hopefully that yeah is clear that we, I guess we do sort of bulk or cut depending on needs. But it's not extreme. It's yeah, not like it's you become the Michelin man and then yeah. the next day you're a seller. There you, you go. Know? So, That's it right yeah. there. All right. <laughs> okay. Next question. <laughs> Took us a while to get to that. Okay. So Valentina C says, how did having Kyla affect your living lean life? What tricks do you have for sleep, for keeping ah, your energy levels up? Good question. I feel like we're getting more of these now that we're I love it. parent, yeah. and I'm a proud dad, as you can see. Oh, you have your proud dad shirt My on. My proud dad shirt on. Yeah, Kyla's out for a walk. Kyla has been like an absolute just dream for, oh, for us. Amazing. I mean, we're so in love. yes, there's like, it was funny because we went to our first um, parent party, I guess you could call it the other day. Parent Kyla party. went to her first party. And all the parent, the parents were there with just like newborns, pretty much. Mm -hmm. And like I just had this conversation with somebody. It was like everyone, when when I was asking them questions before we had Kyla, like you know how to prepare and everything, they were always like, prepare. It's going to be like you're never going to sleep. You're going to be a walking zombie. And for some reason, I just didn't believe them. Oh, and how about the let's see if you can maintain those abs oh, yeah, once course. you have kids, right? Yeah, how many times did you get that? How many that? times I've been challenged with like, that? Wait until you're a dad, then it'll be impossible to live lean. So I've just always had this belief in myself, in us as uh, potential parents at the time that we could figure it out, like that we yes. could find a way to do it. And honestly, we have like, <laughs> yeah, it's been great. It's not to say that it's been all rainbows and lollipops, but we've <laughs> like, we're getting decent sleep. Like yeah, I, we're yeah. still up like maybe two or three times a night, but it's like, sometimes once or not, but it's like, yeah, we get up, we change Kyla, we get back to bed. She goes on the boob and she's asleep. <laughs> so it's like a 20 minute disturbance, like two or three times, maybe a night. Yeah. And I know it's not that bad. And we do go to bed earlier because oh, yeah. we know we're going to get less sleep. So these days we're in bed by 8, 30, yeah, I mean, 9. And our social life is definitely <laughs> taking a back seat to, the, to Kyla and to Bruno. Yeah. But um, honestly, like I'm still getting in my workouts. Like my work, like of course my attention is more on my daughter. Mm -hmm. But the work, the videos, like we're still keeping up our products. Like I'm coming out with a Live Lean Dad program, a workout program at home where dads are going to be working out with me. Turn on the video, watch, and I'm going to show them how to stay in shape while you're having a kid. And Jessica's doing the same with the mom For side moms, of things. Yeah. There's ways around it, guys. Like it's not like you have to give up and just 100% devote all energy on the kid. Like there's a balance there. It's like if you're not healthy, how do you expect to take care of your kid? Mm -hmm. So it's no, it's like that whole saying is like you have to take care of yourself. when you're in a plane and the plane's going down, like mm -hmm. the stewardess or the flight attendants always say, put your mask on first so then you can take care of your daughter. So it's the same thing. Both pass out. Yeah. Take <laughs> care right. of your body and then you can take care of, of, um, yeah. Your little baby. I think another thing we did um, right before we gave birth, we hired on our first full-time employee yes. to help us with the business. And that has been a huge help to us just because... Shout out to, to Carolina. She's yeah. been killing it for yeah. us. Yeah. And it's okay, I think, as a parent to like reach out to com your community. If you have family around, like we have our parents out taking Kyla for a walk right now. Be they help us because we yeah. can't do these Q&As with her here. No, but let's be so, real. Like for the first three months when we were living in LA, we didn't have anybody. Well, we had your parents for two weeks. We had my parents for yeah, the first week. Yeah, but it was not a 
everyday thing. No, not we every day. We were alone. Yeah. We were alone for most of the time. Yeah, and we still got work done because we have each other. And I just, I'm, I'm making the point that like when you have kids, um, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help or reach out for help or hire help if you need it. Yeah. I know not everyone has as much help as we had, but it's, um, you know, usually you have all your friends and family are just like waiting to help you and they want to help usually. So if you just go ahead and ask, like, could you just babysit my kid for two hours or <laughs> something while I do what I need to do, take care of myself. Um, also, you know, you like working out like a lot of parents say that they just can't work out like we're going to show you that's what these mom and dad programs that we're creating are about we're going to show you ways that you actually can work out like a lot of the mom workouts i'm doing are with the kid yep. and, and I know, the dad ones you can have the kid in the room also and i know so. what you guys are thinking i don't have the energy to work out that's what workouts give you right. is the energy yeah, people yeah. do not realize that it's like Yes, there's days where I'm going to the gym and I feel energyless, like a zombie. But by the time I get when my body moving, there, the blood yeah. flowing, my breath going, that's when it all starts happening. And you get home and you're energetic. You want to like toss your kid around and play. And yes, so yeah, it so does. And everyone thinks that um, workouts are energy draining. They're actually energy giving. Like yeah. you have to just keep the faith in that and just know. Like all you have to do is try it. Just go for a workout and see how you feel after. I guarantee you, no one has ever regretted doing a workout. <laughs> okay. Like you have to just get your feet in the door. With that awesome point, let's get on to number question seven from Emily on Snapchat. It says, Hey Jess, how much body fat percentage does it take to lose your period? I've lost mine for about six months now, and I'm suspicious because of my lean physique. <laughs> I've talked with my doctor. I'm not too concerned, no plans to conceive, but is this normal for live leaners? Did you have to regulate your body fat percentage for your pregnancy? Yeah, actually, uh, this is a real thing. Losing your period with your body fat getting too low, this is really common, especially among female athletes. And I'm no like expert on this, I'm not a doctor, but from my experience and what I've seen with other women, the threshold is usually around like 12%. If you drop down below 12% for women, that's when you start to have negative side effects on your menstrual and your hormones and everything. So for me personally, I like to stay above like 17%. I feel like for me, 17 to 18% is just right on. It allows me to keep my feminine curves. You know, I can still have some oh, boobs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not like like yeah. um, shreddy, like veiny looking, you know what I mean? Like I used shreddy? to think, sh shreddy, yeah. <laughs> I used to think that the leaner the better. And like when I first I started fitness, I was all about like, I want to get as lean as possible, 0% yeah. body fat and is like my goal. We, and I was so wrong. And we should make that a point, guys, yeah. that living lean is not being as it's not like about zero. Zero, as yeah. low body fat percentage as possible. Like it's not. Yeah. It's about being strong. It's about being athletic. It's about being fast. It's about being like, you know, yes, lean. It's about having muscle mass. Like it, it's. But healthy lean, but not healthy. extreme lean. Yeah. yeah. So um, if you're a female or if you're a guy and all you're doing is focusing on that body fat number to get as low as possible, that's not necessarily like a live lean strategy that we want you to employ. It's more mm -hmm. about feeling, how you feel, how when you look in the mirror, you know, how do you feel about yourself, like your energy levels. Can you go play with your kids? Can you can you go for a, you know a hundred meter sprint and like feel really good about it? Yeah. Those are the what things. What good is being twelve percent if you're miserable yeah. and you just don't what, feel good? Like so. what was the quote that you said the other day? You said if you're um, Fitness you, should add to your life. Yeah, it was something like, something like if you're not, if, if you hate fitness, you're doing it wrong. Oh, like something yeah, like that. That's, that's true. So just keep that in mind, guys. If you're hating the journey, 
you're doing, doing it wrong. It wrong yeah. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, I do. What was the other thing about the menstrual cycle? It was like, what percentage do you lose it at? Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Did like, you have to I'm regulate saying, your, your percentage when you got pregnant? Oh, when I got pregnant. Yes. I, um, well, no, I'm not going to say I did it specifically for pregnancy because for me, I've been kind of around 17, 18% for the last probably, uh, what, four years, I would say. And before that, I was, I would get low, I would get high, I was kind of back and forth between 12% and 20%. I would just kind of like bounce around. Before um, she met me. Yeah, exactly. Because it was whether I was doing a show or whether I was bulking, you know? <laughs> so I was just kind of back and forth. But there was a time early in my fitness career, I think I was like 22 when I kind of like first started getting lean and um, started going down that path. I actually got down to 12 and I did not have a menstrual cycle for eight months. And so when I would see my doctor and my gynecologist talk about this, um, he was super concerned. So he had scheduled me to do like MRI scans to check if my thyroid was okay and all these things. And um, honestly telling me that my chances of fertility for being fertile were going to be lower if I didn't get that body mm. fat percentage back up. So he encouraged me to eat more, yada, yada. So I did. And then um, things like got much more normalized after. So I was just restricting my calories too much. I was over exercising. It wasn't really healthy. So I do recommend to all you women out there who are watching this, don't go as low as you can go, go <laughs> as low as you feel happy and comfortable. And you like what you see in the mirror. Um, yeah, I mean, it's the number is going to be different for everyone, but if I had to give you a ballpark range, I would say aim for between 15 and 18%. Okay, Chris Bravo says, what are your favorite running shoes? Mm, running shoes. So, like, yeah, it depends. I guess it depends on what you mean by running. Are we talking, like, 5K or 100-meter dash, whatever it may be? But the shoes that I tend to wear when I'm at the gym are, are um, so I have, right now I have Nike Metcon 2s. So that's like a, it's a training shoe, like a cross-training shoe where it has the functionality to train with weights as well as the functionality to do running and stuff. I haven't done running with those yet, but the sprint shoes that I was using was uh, Reebok CrossFit sprint shoes, which I did like. Um, what about you? You know, I'm going to be real honest with you guys. I don't run. I don't like do distance running and I don't consider a sprinting to be running. I don't know about you, but do you say like I'm going for a run when you're doing sprints? No, to I'll me, say a I'm, sprint is a sprint. I'll, it's different. Yeah, but it's semantics, I think. Yeah, yeah. But when I do sprints, I'll wear like literally any shoe because the interval is so short. You don't even like really notice your feet. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually... I actually really want to get a pair of sprint track yeah, shoes. Absolutely. Like spikes? I tried to get them, but I haven't got them yet. And I can't seem to find tracks in San Diego. Like, mm -hmm. So if you guys live in San Diego or know where there's a track that I can train at, let me know. Side note. Yeah, but, like a um, real like high school or college track. But I do have, um, I have in the past enjoyed um, Saucony shoes. Mm -hmm. Do you say Saucony or Saucony? Oh, I don't know. I, I think Sacconi. Sacconi. I don't know. Sacconi? So I, they're really comfortable. Like they're really cushiony and that's more of a running shoe, but I just don't do that much running. So yeah. that's why, but I do have a pair coming to me and I'm going to be doing a review on them. So stay tuned to my blog at liveleantv.com over the next probably few weeks or so. I'm going to be doing a review on those. So you can check those ones out. I love New Balance shoes. New Balance are good too. Yeah. Like I, I like. I used to work at a sneaker store. I don't use them for running. New though. Balance were good running shoes as well. Yeah, I think they make running shoes, but the ones I buy are just gym shoes. I don't buy them as running yeah. shoes. But yeah, I like to like run the stairs or do sprints. So I don't really like run like you would traditionally talk about running. Okay, from Twitter, Shauna Evans says, what is one thing you miss about Canada? 
when Canada plays USA in sports, who will Kyla cheer for? <laughs> I guess this question. Oh, what will she do? I guess this question is uh, dedicated to me. Yeah. Um, so one thing I miss about Canada, uh, healthcare. Yeah. For sure, I think this healthcare situation in the U.S. is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> like, and I know, I know the Americans are going to be like, yeah, but you know, you you pay it in your taxes. Well. Uh, I paid my taxes in the U.S. the first time last year, and I've been paying them in Canada my entire time, and I didn't notice that big of a difference in how much taxes I was paying. <laughs> One thing. And I think it's absolutely ridiculous that we have to pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month in just, in just the, not the premium, but yeah, in the premium. Even if you don't use the health care, you still got to pay it. Plus, when you do need to use the health care, your deductible is like thousands and thousands of dollars. So if I break a thumb or something, <laughs> it's going to cost me like freaking thousand dollars. So I could go on a whole rant here. I think people in America feel it. They understand it. Canadians, you're very lucky. Um, so that's probably the thing I miss most. I miss the people, of course. People are super friendly in Canada and awesome. I miss people my, are super friendly. I miss there, my like parents, of course. Friendly. Um, I miss Donairs. Do you miss maple syrup? I miss uh, Piatto Pizza in Halifax, where my hometown. <laughs> um, How so about a moose? Do you miss a moose? I never seen a moose in my life. <laughs> what about beavers? And, uh, don't miss the beavers. Plaid. <laughs> so, um, and who's Kylie gonna cheer for? <clears throat> That's such a good question because. I remember as a kid, I always, it's so weird, like as a kid, I thought if I ever did mar marry an American girl. You really thought about it? I did, honestly. I was like, and I had kids, who would my kid play sports for if they played for a national team? So if they went to the Olympics or they went to like the World Juniors in hockey specifically. And I was always like, they're going to play for Team Canada. Sorry, America. <laughs> this was your little teenage brain working. Yeah, honestly, I, this is That's a true so story. Weird, yeah. And uh, so is probably not going to be playing hockey. But um, if she does play something else, like soccer or something, I would be pushing, honestly, I'd be pushing her towards what would challenge her more. So I think most sports, U.S. has a stronger caliber team, but in hockey, Canada rules, of course. That's so funny. But for cheering for, I'm always going to cheer Canada all the time, every single time. All right. And you know I'll support you whatever she, you want. She's good at that because she doesn't give a... <laughs> <laughs> Last question. Okay, so we have Dex Too Real, our bro, says, are BCA tablets just as effective as the powder form? Yeah. Oh, we did talk about them already this episode. Yeah, so... The I'd say sure, yeah. Well, I mean, there is difference because in, in order to get the powder to form, there has to be like a bulking agent in there. You mean a binding agent? Well, yeah, but they call it a bulking okay. agent, too. <laughs> it's not going to make you bulky, is no, it, No, it's not going to make you bulky. Yeah. Uh, so that's another ingredient that's added to it. But also, when you take the capsule, it has the gelatin that you're, that you're swallowing as well. Um, I don't know the pros and cons of either of those things, but that's just one thing to think about. But for me, I prefer the powders because just swallowing... See, yeah, I don't think that's going to change their effectiveness. That might change the healthiness of it what might, you're putting it, into your body, right? But I, mean, I don't know about how it's going to affect it your might, muscle gains. It might. I mean, the supplement industry is just such a tough... Like, they may say there's five grams of BCAs in, in five capsules, but is there really? <laughs> like, who knows? Have you, seen that, have you seen that Instagram post where there's a 10-pound dumbbell on a scale and it says, like, 9.9? Yeah. And it says, the caption is, like, my whole life has been a lie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love it. So anyway, so it's not a big deal, man. Like either or works well. Just figure out what you prefer to take. So for me, I prefer mixing it into a shake. So I go the powder 
the powder route, but. Yeah, and you know what's the other thing I was just gonna come back to, I hate this, we say this every single show, but it's like, don't major in the minors. Like honestly, whether it's a powder or a pill, you know, don't like stress out over it because the main important things are your eating and your workouts yeah. and supplements are just the cherry on the but top. But I do remember when I was uh, going to work, like nine to five job and I would train at my lunch hour, I, my car would get so messy because I was pouring the, the powders, powders into the <laughs> like, into the supplement shaker, and it would just make a mess of my car. So then I bought <laughs> then I bought the tablets, and then I'm like sitting there trying to chug down like five you get horse stuck pills, in your throat. like and it was just oh. gagging yourself. So like once again, I prefer the powder route, but the powder route can be a little more. Uh, <laughs> Are you just like pictured with the like BC powder in your eyebrows? Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is a show, excuse me. 34 episodes down. Thank and you many so much. To go. Yeah. You guys are awesome. Questions are still keeping us entertained. Hopefully, yeah, the answers questions. are keeping you entertained yeah. and informed and making better decisions in living lean. So, uh, question of the day, what do you got for us? Well, um,. She said to me before the show, she's like, is this my question of the day? I said, yes. She's like, oh, good. I'll be ready then. I know. And then no, this happens. I don't know. Um. <clears throat> <laughs> Awkward silence. Hold on. Hold Dead on. air. Are you serious? Oh, I know. Okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> All right. Question That's for not you being guys. edited. That's going to stay in that entire really? thing. Really? Okay. <laughs> So question for you guys is, do you Snapchat? And if so, who do you follow? Who are the best Snapchat accounts you've seen? Because I need more people to follow yeah. on Snapchat. I like watching it while I'm like breastfeeding. So do you just, <laughs> just want to know fitness Snapchat or just anybody's Snapchat? It could be anybody. Who's entertaining you on Snapchat? Whose account do you love and you visit every single day? I would love to know. Who's an account that you love? Um, Brad Guthrow. Ha! But, what follow, about you? Follow me right here. <laughs> <laughs> See, I knew he was gonna poop himself out. <laughs> um, you're great as well. She, oh, she is. You. She does actually have a really good Snapchat. If you guys don't know our handles, his is at Brad Guthrow and mine is at Snappy Jesse. That's S N A P Y. Yeah. But I do want to start following some more people as well. So um, people that are entertaining, fun, motivational, especially. right? Exactly. Yeah. And I, I just feel like I don't really know who to follow on Snap because I we're still kind of relatively yeah, new I, to it. So I actually threw that question out on my Snapchat and people got back to me. And oh, a couple yeah? of the people that I added were were um, oh they were great. Like Kevin Hart. He's oh, yeah. hilarious. Oh, okay. Uh, Shailene Johnson. Do you follow The Rock? Is really good. I follow The Rock, but he doesn't, he doesn't snap he doesn't very snap. often. Yeah. Tell us people who snap often and whose channel is good and that you enjoy watching. Yeah. Okay. Leave it below. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for listening if you're listening on the podcast. And we'll see you at the next episode. Keep watching. Thanks. Keep. keep living lean. Living lean. Bye. Big shout out to all our Live Lean podcast listeners. We love you and would so appreciate it if you would give this podcast a review. We need your feedback to improve and grow. So please give us a review right now.